This is VH Snack. And we're back, and we're ready to VH Snack. And boy, we're hungry. It's almost Turkey Day. It's probably going to be Turkey Day when you're listening to this, huh? Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> right back at you. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the VH Snackin' Thanksgiving special. I mean, this is... VH uh, special, yeah? It, it feels really VH special. I'm so glad that we are doing this. We are back at your house, the cleanest VHS collector in the game. <laughs> I tell you, it's spotless. It's not a. I don't see any dust anywhere. It's amazing. I mean, you got to look closer, but I really appreciate you always say that, oh, man. I'm glad course. you're comfy here. You I, know, I VHC all the work you put in to keep this place <laughs> clean. Dude. Appreciate it, dude. Do you use a VH Swiffer? Whatever. Oh yeah. Do you Once buy Swiffer pads that look like videotapes? <laughs> no, I, if they made them, I would buy them though. So heads up to Swiffer. You need to get a VH Swiffer up on it. Ooh, lunch yeah. meat could do a collab with Swiffer. Yo, I totally would. I absolutely would. <laughs> Stop cleaning. Start Swiffering. Yeah, VH Swiffering. <laughs> yeah. Rewind back to those cleaner days. Hey, there you go. It, uh-huh. it writes itself. It's all. It's all just in there. Oh man, but yeah, this is great. It's uh, Thanksgiving wherever you are. If you're on the road right now, hope you're. Hope this is uh, providing some entertainment for you. We are going to talk about the 1993 classic Son-in-Law. Oh yeah, Josh. What is your history with this movie? Well, we should do the synopsis, right? Oh yeah. Hey, before we. Jump on up in there. Go ahead, Josh. For people that haven't seen Son-in-Law, it does star Pauly Shore, probably in his prime. I, I would I say so, yeah. I think this is prime weasel. Mm-hmm. So a very studious, well, you know, well-to-do farm girl goes to college um, and her she meets... The weasel. The weasel, Pauly Shore. Well, he goes as Crawl. Mm-hmm. And... Um, That's how he, I always got home. Yeah, there you go. And he... Goes home with her, mm-hmm. shenanigans ensue, but also love blossoms between throughout the whole family, and it's hilarious the whole way through. Yeah, um, but basically, it's fish out of water kind of story. Yeah, yeah. Before we start talking about this one, a whole lot. Where do you rank your on the? Well, first of all, I just got to ask you, like, why do you hate Polly Shore? I don't hate him. <laughs> I mean, I think I said that once that <laughs> I don't hate Pauly Shore. Maybe I said it once. I, I don't know. I, I don't I, know where that re- that recurring joke started. I would just ask you that randomly. I think I, I think, brought up Son in Law, and you were like, ah, I don't know. And I was like, wait, you hate Pauly Shore? You're like, I don't hate Pauly Shore. <laughs> just like, it's probably something just like I did just now. I mean, I actually really like Pauly Shore, and I love Encino Man. I love this movie. I mm-hmm. think um, Jury Duty is pretty good. Have it's, you watched it lately? No. It's pretty bad, huh? Dude, I caught it like a few months ago, and I was like, oh, man, I haven't seen this since I was a kid. I used to love this movie. It's kind of rough. What about In the Army Now? I still love In the Army Now. I feel like that one's pretty good. It is. Yeah. I mean, you got Andy Dick, Polly Shore. Right. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like Son-in-Law is top tier, though. Yeah. I feel like this is high level, Polly Shore. A lot of people would say Encino Man. But he's almost like the same character. There's even an Encino Man cameo in this. That's true. Brendan Fraser walks into a party, right? And he's yeah. like, and he bites a plastic frog and um, uh, Crawl is like, 
No. 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 Really good cameo. Love that one. I would say in in Encino Man, he's almost a little too cartoony. You know, he's almost like... uh, He's got all the headbands, and he's just too out there, you know. In this one, we still get the weasel, but um, it, it's kind of reeled in a little bit. I think he's still, I think he's still high level weasel, but I think he he shows a lot of like emotional intelligence in this, and a lot of intelligence mm-hmm. in general. Like yeah. I, we'll get into it, but I think he's like a really can do kind of dude in this movie. Like I mean, he's been in college for six years, majored in everything. He's the RA, and you know when he goes to the farm. Mm-hmm. kind of takes over yeah so i mean i feel like pretty strong character for him yeah all around he does uh show some range in this movie he's not just wacky weasel guy there's some good mm-hmm. um heartfelt moments and well what was your history with this did you watch this a lot growing up oh yeah i mean it was yeah. always on cable i rented it i mean you know i it was just a staple in the 90s i yeah. mean this movie was everywhere so I feel like it was super popular with me and my friends. Um, but I mean, it was just kind of feels like it flowed with that time of my life. And I watched it a lot, you know, just kind of like on cable and, you know, on tape. So, and it's our VH sweet spot year, 93. Such a great year. I think that, that's definitely the best year, at least for the 90s. 93, there was just something about it. 93 and 94, right? Because, yeah. yeah, but I mean, I totally agree that 93 had a lot of gems. So, mm. well, Josh. What about you? Where did you where'd you find this movie? Where did you see it? Oh, man. Your I, connections to it? I, I don't remember. I don't have any memories really? that exist without this movie. Oh, you know? oh yeah, it yeah. It was just always there. Like, I used to rent it all the time. It was always on TV. And every time I watch it, I just enjoy it. Even rewatching it for this episode, I was like, I'm into this. This is a good movie. Dude, this movie holds up so well. It does. Like, there isn't, like, really that much, like, offensive stuff. Because, you know, the 90s is, like, notorious for, for doing, like, weird bullshit where you're like, ah, sure. it's not going to fly right now. <laughs> sure. Didn't really catch that much stuff like that in this movie. So I was pleasantly surprised by that. I was also pleasantly surprised by how funny this movie still is. Like, I yeah. was laughing out loud pretty much the entire time. Yeah. So... I mean, yeah. I laughed at some new moments, like things you don't quite appreciate as a kid, but you you hear it as an adult, and I'm just like, oh, okay, that hits a little different. Speaking of things that you appreciate as an adult, I love in the opening scene with the valedictorian speech, Mm -hmm. and they're kind of scanning through all the characters, the family, and their credit names, like line up perfectly with all of their shots. I did catch that, yeah. I thought that was really clever and cool, and like, even though it's like a minor note, like, I appreciated that watching it again. Sure, I did catch that, and I don't think Polly Shore's name is on the credits, right? I don't know. See, I was so I, dis- distracted uh-huh. by it being with the with the actor. Like, I don't remember. Yeah, good good call. That was uh, cool. Yeah, nice little moment. Um, I, I forgot the director's name. He also did the Buddy Holly story. Oh, that's good. In 78. And wow. he also did um, that Whoopi Goldberg basketball movie a few years later. Holy shit. I forgot about I that movie. It was that... called like Eddie? It, maybe it's Eddie. I think it's yeah. called oh, Eddie. Oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> I remember nothing about that movie. I, I, I think I saw the VHS box in the video store and I was like. Is his name Steve Rash or something like that? 
something like that. It's we probably a, should know this, but yeah, IMDb will fix any problem that you have with this. So yeah. it's totally fine. Um, but yeah, this movie's super funny. Like, it's still super funny. I was laughing the whole way through. And I really think, like, all of the characters do a great job individually. Like, yeah. all of the performances are really strong. It's really good casting. Yeah, it is really great casting. Like, yeah. Lane Smith as the dad. Yeah. And it's almost hard when he does act nice towards people. You're like, is he serious? Like, he's just... <laughs> because I'll always remember him as the opposing coach in Mighty Ducks. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. him. And, you know, he just want to hate him because he sucks. Every time I've seen that guy's face, uh, to me, he's Becca's dad. You know, I just think True. of him from this. I mean, he, this was a big role for him, I think, and especially like a, a defining role for him. So, and he does a great job. One other person I want to talk about, because I think a lot of people remember this, but the grandpa, Mason Adams. Yeah. His voice lives in my head rent free, dude, because he did that Smucker's commercial. Do you remember this? No, but continue. So he did this okay. Smucker's commercial that was like got super famous or that's what he got famous for. He did a lot of voiceover acting, but his voice is all over so many commercials. In fact, I'm pretty sure because, you know, Crawl is looking at that Hungry Man dinner. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure he's the announcer on that Hungry Man commercial at the time. That's that's what I read. Yeah, I read that yeah. too. But, but it's totally true because like Mason Adams was doing so much voiceover work at the time. So his voice kind of like lives beyond his his huh. you know, physical acting roles for me. Can I whittle some wood with you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I love Yeah, every time he sees Crawl, he's just like, ugh. Yeah, he's he's great. He has some really good lines. Everybody has good lines in this. Yeah. You know, and like I said, I think like all of them have really strong performances and it really adds up to a really wonderful film. Yeah. But so you want to go to moments? Ooh, we can do some moments. Okay, so this, I got It's I your thing. spotless house. Go ahead. All right, VH I'm, spotless I'm, house. I'm I get the honors. Okay, ahead. so we already said the Encino Man cameo, which is awesome. Yeah. I love it. I would love to know the story behind that. Like, do you think Polly Shore just called up Brendan and was like, hey, well, they did shoot this in California. I know it's set in South Dakota. Mm -hmm. um, I wonder if he was just like, crazy idea. Come down, like we're filming down the street. Come over. <laughs> I wonder if they had like a wig or something. I have no idea. Like, but it looked get... it looked so authentic. It like looks like he just wandered into the party. Yeah, and it's perfect because it's Halloween, so people just think he's wearing a costume. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just I, such I would a, such a nice some... world crossover there. If I ever meet Brandon Fraser, I'm gonna say first of all, nice to meet you, Brandon Fraser. Excellent Peace. cowboy hat that you're wearing because he's always wearing that cowboy. Wearing <laughs> 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 that Stetson. Yeah. Can I can I touch your Stetson? Thank you. I won't touch it. I'm sorry. I'm just being weird. Nice rustic wear. <laughs> Whistle wear. <laughs> Fuck, we're going to do that a lot throughout this. Oh, man. Hey, it's, it's a Polly Shore episode. Um, but yeah, good moment. Yeah. I would love, love to know the backstory to that. But Yo, also, when, when Crawl steals the tractor and rides it through the cornfield. Yeah. And then he rides out, and then the plane like flies by, and it says "crawl." Yeah, that's a total nod to the Aerosmith "Crazy" video. Oh my god! It has to be right because "Crazy" came out in '93. Ooh! And there's also another Aerosmith nod where he's like Steven Tyler PJs, Steven Tyler PJs. That's right. Yeah. So I totally, well, it's, it's totally has to be that. 
Well, let's see when that video came out because, I mean, this movie came out in July of 93. So you got to think that they probably started filming this, what, late 92, maybe? Has to be. Something like or that. Or earlier. And that crazy video came out in 93 as well, I believe. That was a cool video with Alicia Silverstone. Unforgettable video. Oh, man. Constantly, perpetually on MTV. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, is that the one where they take the photo booth photos? Or is that oh, crying? I haven't seen that. Where, oh, that where the dude's a- like, he's like got his feet up and he's eating the licorice and he's like, do whatever you want. <laughs> Whoa, no. Crazy came out May 3rd, 94. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So wait. Steven Tyler owes uh, Polly Shore a, I don't know what, but. Wow. Do you think that's where they got it from? I mean, it's really similar, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a few letters off. It's strikingly similar. Yeah. So, wow, what a great find. Yeah, that, that's cool. I noticed that today. I was like... I'm glad we cracked that. That's... That's pretty good. Yeah. And speaking of <laughs> speaking of rock and roll bands, I know uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers gets a little hate. It's my dad's favorite band. Really? It is. Okay. He loves... Shout out to RHCP. your dad. My dad rules. Come on the podcast sometime. Bob rules. Shout out to Bob. I didn't know your dad's name was Bob. It is Bob. Awesome. Hey, yeah. Bob, if you're listening... Well, uh, come on the podcast. <laughs> It'd be you awesome pick, to have my dad on the podcast. Pick, Bob. Oh man, he would pick Army of Darkness for sure. It's his favorite movie. Hey, that's yeah. that's a pretty cool pick. Big VH shout out to my pop, the best. So another moment. No, wait, hold, pump the brakes. We got to talk about Flea, bro. That's what I'm about to do, dude. Okay, okay. I swear to you, I VH swear. I was, I was looking like, at- I was like, don't you move on yet? <laughs> oh man, he's got one of my favorite lines in the movie too. So that flea cameo rules. And also I noticed that his his neck tattoo switches from one side of his neck to the other. The teardrop tattoo does. Yeah, or maybe both I do. think they both do. Hmm. So continuity failure there. A little bit. But really cool. Hmm. And um, you know when she's like, I want something feminine. Uh-huh. And he's like, it's standing right next to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then when he says, you pick it, I stick it. Yeah. Great yeah. line. <laughs> Look at this guy. He's a freak. <laughs> His brain is fried from all the ink. <laughs> you got a point there. It's not and a, uh, apparently Carla Gigino, um, mm-hmm. she already had that tattoo. So they just worked that into the script. Yeah, that's like cool. A fake tattoo or anything. So it was a real tattoo. Yeah. It did yeah. look pretty healed on the beach. So it like, did. You know, people that are tattooed are probably like, pfft. That's by the way, guys, if you get a fresh tattoo, do not go to the beach. Because, yeah, that's the last place. You uh, be. Fun fact, sunblock does not work on fresh tattoos. A lot of people think that it does, but it does not. Dropping the tattoo knowledge. Hey, man, I had a sunburn. The one on my thigh here got sunburned, and that shit hurt for like a month. It was Ooh. like sunburn times 10 because it burns like the deepest layer. Oh, no. So, yeah, just uh, be VH safe out there, guys. Yeah, we're VH sunscreen. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't really go into the sun that much if I can help it. Because well, I get like a wicked well, farmer's set. tan. I know you've seen my wicked farmer's tan, dude. Like it's it, it's. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. If, you know, but you, it's bad. <laughs> All right, so I'll like tan up, and then no, it's bad. I get a really bad farmer's. Does tan. Does your dad have a sweet farmer's tan? No, my dad has a sweet full tan because my dad doesn't really wear a shirt ever. Hell yeah! Like he never wears a shirt. Yeah, you're just hyping your dad up he sounds cool as shit he is cool as now shit. i'm on the podcast now he's the man dude for army sure. of darkness 1000 percent. yeah um speaking of red hot chili peppers being in movies 
do you remember the movie i think it was called the chase with oh. charlie sheen oh charlie sheen yeah henry rollins was in it oh, henry shit. rollins plays a cop and they're like chasing um charlie sheen he kidnaps this lady and they're driving across the country i have a sealed copy of that on the shelf actually no way yeah but flea and anthony Keaton play like these two boneheads that are just following the uh i the- do remember that yeah 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 that and they're all like grimy and grungy right yeah yeah <laughs> I think they like flipped their car at one point. You just unlocked a memory. Damn, I have seen that movie. I haven't seen that movie in quite a while, but I used to love it as a kid. You can borrow it, dude. Pop the seal. Oh, no, I can't do that. No, man. You can. You can do that. Well, we'll have to like film that for some content to upload or something. (laughs) You're like, all right, dude, do it. (laughs) Just pop the seal. Pop that seal, baby. Oh, man. But yeah, Flea and Anthony Kiedis are hilarious in that. Yeah, I mean, I need to watch that again, actually, so maybe we yeah. can watch together sometime. Hey, man, let's do it. Sounds fun. Um, So my next moment is when <laughs> Crawl comes into, like, when she first gets to the college, and Crawl comes into her room, he's like, oh, so you're from South Dakota. She's like, yeah, he's like, so you're inbred. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, so rude. It's so rude. But, like, the way he just, like, like puts it in there, like, slides it in there, it just makes me laugh every time. <laughs> Um, let's see. I got some other ones, and these are mostly Paulie Shore moments, obviously, because he is slaying it the entire yeah. time. Yeah. Um. So when uh, what's his name, Travis, who was originally supposed to be named Chad. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. So when Travis asks her to marry him in the barn, and then she's like, "Oh, I feel faint," or whatever, uh-huh. she goes in to explain it to to crawl. And she's like, he got down on one knee and he goes, (laughs) (laughs) like the face he makes and the sound he makes is just perfect. I love it. Um, And when they go to the store, right, and they're looking for rustic wear. He's like, I feel like a fish out of water. I got to got to mingle (laughs) (laughs) and that little that the woman comes up and picks up her little girl and the little girl goes mingling (laughs) (laughs) i missed that it's so cute the woman like swoops in looks scared of 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 crawl and is just like picks her up and like sweeps her away and look little girl's like mingling (laughs) it's so cute dude it's amazing um what else we got here so i mean there's there's so much there's a butt shot there Oh, yeah. showing the chaps. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. Tiffany Amber Thiessen, too. Kelly Kapowski. Kelly Kapowski. Man, she does a pretty good job in this. Yes. For how minor her role is, you know? Yeah, but I want to get to her character. We can later. I think we should discuss it. Yeah. In in more depth. There's a, a lot to unpack there that I feel like it just gets pushed to the side in this movie a lot of is implied and it's like hold up why is nobody calling her out on some of this shit right it's like i I know she's kelly kapowski but mm -mm. i mean she's a little shit stir she is i mean and she's also (laughs) like you know presumably doing the dirty with travis oh it's yeah i mean it's a given i mean i feel like it's heavily implied all right you know what we're getting into this now all right yeah let's do it so check it out (laughs) so yeah She's banging Travis while Becca is at college. Um, but whenever she sees Becca at the the clothing store, she's all like, oh, hey, Becca, I didn't know you're back. You look great. And it's like, you're 
banging her uh, boyfriend. Well, she's giving her the smoke, man. You know, she's, she's like, she's not going to let her know. You know what I mean? Like, hey, how you doing? You look great. I'm banging your boyfriend. So, but I mean. Her character is not portrayed in like. In fact, As the yeah. audience, you're like not against Tracy. You don't, you don't think she's a bad person. I never really did. Like, when I was watching this as a kid, I was always like, oh, like, Tracy, she's kind of the victim at the end, and she almost saves the day. She does do some dirty deeds. Yeah, she's, uh, I'm on, I'm on to you, Kelly. Yeah, I, I see what she's doing. And also, at the end, she, like, has dinner with them. Yeah. So, you're right. Yeah, she sits down and has dinner. She should have been like, I'm gonna go home and take a shower. I just, yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm a little dirty. I'm, I'm gonna so. take like five showers. I'm gonna take a physical shower, an emotional shower. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't that's know. a really good point though because they really <clears throat> don't ever really state that. They just heavily imply it, and we infer it. Mm-hmm. Like without a doubt, you, you know that they're sleeping together because he also guilts her after she's found in the barn with Crawl. He's yeah, like, you're so low. Oh yeah. It's like, what are you talking about, Travis? Like, how are you gonna throw this shade at me? Yeah. Like, I, like you're you what? Because uh, remember when Becca is first at college and she calls Travis and he's like heading out, but he like goes back into his office or whatever. And he's like, "Damn it, Tracy, hang on!" And then he answers oh, it. And he's yeah. like, "Oh, hey, Becca." That is what he says. Yeah, he's like, "Damn it, Tracy, hang on." And they don't really address that in this yeah, movie. Yeah, what is up with that? Yeah, that's, it's kind of like subdued, right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting aspects. Mm. Anyways, I think we've uh, aired that laundry. So. Yeah. I mean, it's a great consideration, so I'm glad that you that you brought it up. Yeah. Also one of my favorite moments. I, I think you love this part. So when Crawl gets like punched in the face. Oh my God, that's my favorite <laughs> part of the movie. <laughs> it comes out of nowhere, too. <laughs> He's like, look, Travis, I'm really sorry. Just <laughs> in the way his legs just like fold like a pretzel underneath him and he just drops. And he's like, why did you do that? <laughs> he's like crying. He's like, why did you do that? And he's bleeding in the back of the truck on the way home, right? Yeah. And she's like, we just have a few days. We just have to do this for a few days. And he's like, okay, can I get some tongue? <laughs> and she like smacks him in the face. <laughs> I love that part, dude. Can I get some tongue? Speaking of like confusion about, sorry, I'm like jumping in no, here. It's like, totally great. Uh, speaking about like confusion on like relationships and stuff, kind of confused on Becca and Crawl's relationship. When they're at the college, they're okay, they're friends. But after she gets the tattoo, he reaches for a beer and drops it on her crotch. He's yes. like, "Oh, sorry," and she's like, "Ha ha ha." But at that point, she's still dating Travis. Yeah, and then so, immediately after that, she's looking through the binoculars, and she's like, oh, look at this hunk or whatever. And he's like, uh-huh. Becca, Travis. So he's right. Got a little bit of hypocrisy there. I think he's just a flirty guy, and I'm not trying to excuse it, but I'm saying like, you know. Right, but it's just it's just confusing. There's no like, there's a lot of gray area in that relationship. Well, it's like, well, are they just friends or I don't know. Well, I think that scene of him dropping that Coors Light in her in her lap uh-huh. is kind of letting the audience know that. Not he, on, on the lap. 
Right on top of her vagina. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, let's it, call it, it what it is. It is what it is. And uh, I think it's supposed to let the audience know that he's flirty with her. Mm-hmm. He likes her a little more than a friend. Because he is a great friend throughout. And he never really crosses any boundaries or anything uh-huh. like that. But that one little scene is where he does. And I think people, it's to show the audience, like, maybe well, he likes her. A, he's crazy. He likes her a little more than a friend, though. Okay. You know what I mean? And she allows it to happen, so maybe she does too, which is the precursor to the budding romance later, I think. Uh-huh. Maybe. That's the only way I can explain it away. So. Yeah, I never buy them as like, maybe this movie needed like one moment of a some sort of heartfelt conversation between the two and... Maybe but, like you see them kiss or something to. Well, they almost kissed that one time. Oh yeah, and then uh, don't Grandma... mind me. <laughs> no one else does. That's right, and that happens. When does that moment happen after the square exactly. dance? After the square dance. Okay. Because All right. this movie is really smart too, in my opinion, because we're going back to the beach scene. This really is, the like the precursor to their relationship starting because the, the Coors Light in the vagina thing happens. <laughs> in the vagina. On it. <laughs> Not in it. That's a different movie. That's a different movie. That's a whole different movie. <laughs> but they're looking through the binoculars and he's like, oh man, she's such a babe, a hottie. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you can do much better than that. And he's like, well, I don't know if I can do better than that. And it's kind of just implying that he can do better and maybe it's her so it's all very subtle man this is i tell you people say that son-in-law is just a superficial weasel comedy i say nay i do too many layers i think so too like i really think this is a a heartwarming kind of wholesome story like he he he's a weirdo right and i think that's why i love his character so much because he does show emotional intelligence he does show other types of intelligence Mm -hmm. and he brings he kind of like revitalizes and changes this family like he changes them for what we see as the better because they're looser and like having more fun and they're smiling more they're not just like you know american gothic out here yeah you know what i mean so i mean we can get into more of that later i have a few more moments if you would like to do that only a couple more so the scene where he like takes the challenge of becoming a farmer. Oh yeah. Where Theo's like, man, I hate Theo, dude. <laughs> yeah, Theo's a dick. He sucks. When he rides the pig is really good. Yeah. And also when he uses the rollerblades, and I realize this as an as an adult, but you know, he puts on the rollerblades and then like glides down and like feet and rips the feed bags. Yeah. He really didn't succeed because there's no feed in the bag or yeah, feed in the trough right. like he just went way too fast he's gonna get like two little pieces in each trough <laughs> yeah but the ingenuity and then like, he's gonna get to the bottom of the hill and all that feed's just gonna dump out as he's trying to rollerblade to the top but he can't because the bag's still heavy so. yeah yeah i mean it, but it's I, fun those are fun scenes yeah. because and also like i said it, it kind of paints him as this I can do whatever you can do kind of dude. Uh-huh. Like taking control and he always, he wants to be involved. Like I think that he really steps up and is like, well, what do you do? He's like, I'll run this farm. He's like, well, I can do that. And you know, yeah. I think, and then he does and then he goes and does it. So I think it's really cool. And it's cool that he also tries to like take it serious. They mm-hmm. could have made a misdirection and have him be like too cool for farming and like, I don't know, have some cliche like, talking about rednecks or something but the fact that he's like actually trying to you know step up and 
be a farmer and <laughs> mingle with the family. Like I like chickens. Yeah. Gobble gobble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bull. <laughs> um. But he does it his way, right? Because he is a total weirdo, and I think it's awesome that he because he didn't used to be. He used to be a nerd. Like when he shows that picture, he's like. Lost the spectacles, grew the dew, uh-huh. chugged some brews. That's right. Guzzled some brews. Lost the dew, grew <laughs> yeah. the dew, chugged some brews. I mean, that's such a good line. Yeah. But he becomes this other person, but he's still highly intelligent and, and um, you know, thoughtful. And I think it's cool that he's his own kind of weirdo. You yeah. know, and I think that kind of inspired me a little bit as a youngster, like a, as like a, you know, a preteen watching this, that like you can be who you are and still be caring and thoughtful and, you might get the girl. I don't know. I don't know what was really inspiring, but but it was yeah. like looking back on it, I could yeah. feel it. Like insp- you know how that could be inspiring to me because I could still see it to this day. So that was really cool. Nice. And then I think the last thing here, when Grandpa, when when Pappy has a heart attack, yeah, and he goes over and he's going to give a mouth to mouth or whatever, and they like both scream at each other, and then uh, Lane Smith's character, the dad, comes over. He's like, "What happened?" He's like, he tried to kiss me. <laughs> and then he says, if it was between me dying and him kissing me, I'd rather die. <laughs> love that scene. Love that line. Speaking of that scene, like that whole, all of that is good. The, uh, oh, yeah. like you finally get a sincere conversation between Crawl and the dad. And he's like saying you know, I feel bad for you, Mr. Water, the way your dad's always so harsh on you. And he, he's like, oh, he's been doing that for ever since I was a kid. And he's like, oh, the kind of the way you come down on Zach, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was a good little moment. And uh, props to Polly Shore for letting that fish go. Well done. Well done, Polly Shore. Yeah. Catch and release, baby. Yeah, catch and release. Just for the sport of it. You know oh, I mean? So this is kind of jumping into one of my favorite moments, but... Oh, when it's he, time for your moments, dude. I'm done. Oh, are you done? I'm done. Okay, well, I'll, yeah. I'll kick it off with this one. Kick it off. One, one of my top three favorite moments where I laugh the hardest when he throws the rod. <laughs> <to the bike>. <laughs> 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 no, 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 son, you got your you got your rod turned upside down. Now I'll just just throw it out with the wrist. <laughs> he just chucks it in the water. <laughs> And his, his, the dad's like, oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, that, those things probably aren't cheap, man. You know? So. Um, okay, so it's my moments. It is your moments, dog. Okay. Um, Patrick Renna. Th- that's yes. his last name, right? Renna? Renna. Okay. Yeah, kid from uh, Sandlot. The, the Big, Big Green. Green. Plays Zach. Becca's younger brother. His shirt that he's wearing at the college that says, yes. seduce me, please amazing i think we both need that shirt and, but nobody's gonna get it right so it's probably <laughs> just like a vulgar shirt kind of i would still wear that shirt yeah uh, speaking of the college um when the whole family gets there and they're going through the hallway and somebody snatches that guy's towel and the dad's like god damn <laughs> <laughs> is this the opportunity that you wanted for your daughter <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, that dad is I mean, just perfect casting in this. It really is. And yeah. uh, the mom, too. Mm-hmm. She's kind of understated in this movie a little bit, but she does give a great performance. Yeah. She has know. a very familiar face, too. I didn't really look up what else she was in, but... Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, that's right. It's Ferris's mom. That's where, yeah, it's Ferris's mom. Yeah. She's also been in some other stuff as well. 
Yeah. Um, when Becca's roommates start kissing. Oh my god! And Zach's like, "Oh, Dad, you have your camera." <laughs> <laughs> See, this is this is a great segue or precursor to this because, dude, I love Patrick Renna in this movie. Yeah, he is hilarious. He has so many great one lines and. We'll get into it more, but please continue yeah, with your moments. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, we can talk about whatever. Um, I did watch an interview with Patrick Renna talking about filming this movie. Oh, so really? So he got this role after... So Sandlot was done. Sandlot came out in 93 as well. Mm-hmm. So he had filmed Sandlot. And then I think the next week he said he went to audition for this. And the scene that he improvised with Polly was the... Uh, when Polly... When they're in his room and he kind of walks up to him all intimidating he's like i wouldn't fall asleep if i were you yeah. then he yells mom yeah mom. so apparently that's what he he improvised that at the audition because his mom was in the waiting room she brought him to the audition so he called for his mom like improving the scene and it cracked up the crew and everything and uh as he was leaving that when he was in the parking lot they run out and stop him and they're like you got the part they were like polly polly was like calling the shots because he was huge in the right. early 90s they right. were like Polly decided he wants you and that's how he got the role well they did a great job and Polly made yeah. the right choice because Patrick Renna is awesome in this movie and I mean you know yeah yeah of course um I don't think it can be understated enough how how big Polly Shore was in the 90s huge yeah I, I mean, mean he, he was, was a comedic giant yeah he was all over MTV and his mom, Nitsy Shore, um, ran the comedy store in L.A. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Paulie... He was kind of destined to become... Yeah, I mean, yeah. Paulie grew up around the comedy scene in L.A. Like, he used to get, he used to get babysat by Sam Kennison. Because, oh! <laughs> because he would always be uh, <laughs> just hanging out at the store. So, so wow. yeah, Paulie kind of comes from um comedy royalty for so. sure and i mean he is a great comedic performer and i know a lot of people get annoyed by him but i think i just think that he's just inevitably a huge piece of 90s comedy well i always like undeniably yeah yeah like it always bummed me out because i think the age that we were when we really started to love and appreciate Polly shore movies hollywood kind of decided like uh enough of you and i remember thinking like we're how come we don't have any new Polly Shore movies? What's going on? It was mm. just like, that's it. What like, was like the last big Polly Shore movie? Like what was jury duty? Well, in, uh, sorry, biodome. Biodome was the latest. Biodome was jury duty is 95 in the army. Now 94 biodome is 96. I just recently rewatched biodome like last year. It's really fun. It's I, really stupid. Yeah. Like, I still, it still holds a special place in my heart, and I used to love it as a kid. And I could watch it now and still have fun with it, but mm-hmm. you kind of see where it's like, all right, Polly. I think it was just too much, too much weasel in the span of. Five. I think it just got oversaturated, right? And that's people just yeah. started to get annoyed with it. Yeah. So. I mean, you see that happen with a lot of comedians or bands, or it's just what well, happens. For sure. Yeah. But I mean, this is like I'm saying, like, I think son in law is pretty much my favorite personal Pauly Shore movie because oh, I think his performance definitely. is awesome. He's like super on for all of his comedy. And then like you said it's dynamic. Like his performance here is pretty dynamic. So yeah. One thing I noticed 
one reason why this movie works so well, um, even without Polly Shore, you could still take this family, all these characters, and craft some other story, and it would still be really good. Yeah, I mean, because Polly has a, such a strong foundation to perform on and be the weasel, but with with just like Biodome, it's it's just like, hey, be crazy weasel Polly Shore, and then you get that. But with this, it's uh, it's just a better environment for him to to perform in. Right, and that's what I was saying in the beginning. They all have great performances, and they're able to feed off each other, right? Which is exactly what you're saying. So I totally agree. It, it, the movie has a lot more depth than you would expect revisiting it. You know what I mean? So can we go back to Patrick Renna for a second here? Absolutely. Because one of my favorite scenes from him is like when he's like, now these are underwear, right? Because he's just like a pervy little like, you know, adolescent yeah. kid hitting puberty. And then that's like, hey, I swear, Zach, I think your brain produces some kind of chemical that blocks out my voice. <laughs> and she's, he turns around. He's like, I can't hear you. And he's got a bra on his head, yeah. like total weird science vibes. So I really love oh, that yeah. scene. You got more moments, though, don't you? Yeah, I got um, I got some stuff here. Yeah. So this isn't so much a moment, but I love the setting of uh, rollerblading on the beach. I'm yeah. like, now this is '93. Absolutely. To the Spin Doctors, screaming 1993. Yeah. Yeah, man. Perfecto. <clears throat> Pop quiz, Josh. Hot when shot. They are on the beach, and he's like, drops the Coors Light on her vagina. Um, <laughs> do you know what song is playing? Oh my god, I do. I recognize this song. And I think it's a VH Snack and Alumni. It is. I think it's the same song that plays in Don't Tell Mom, yes. The Babysitter's Dead. That's where I recognize yeah. it from. I think it's the one, isn't it like, in a perfect world. Yep. Yeah, that's the, that's the same song. See, and there's another one talking about a love connection, dude. I'm telling you, that beach scene is like them. Oh, yeah. It's starting, it's planting the seed of this might be a romance. Dude, I can't believe you didn't bring up this moment. What's up? The mud wrestling scene? Oh, my God. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) So good. It's pretty funny, dude. Okay. This is now this is a true top three moment. Uh, When when the wrestler tosses Polly Shore into the mud and he's like, as he's raising his head, he's like, (laughs) then he looks back and And he's he's like, like, I wonder who that actress is. She was an, an actual wrestler. All the ladies you see in this scene were actual wrestlers. I had the feeling. Yeah, the one that wrestled Polly Shore since uh, died, but her wrestling name was Mount Fiji. Is that her? Yeah. From do, Glow? Do, yeah, yeah. All three of these ladies Dude, were Dude, I thought from, that was her. Were from Glow. Man, she aged really well because, like, she still doesn't look that old in it. Huh. I don't... See, that's a world I know nothing about. I if know it, they did, if like, it's a, Fiji, like, that, she uh, was, like, one of the most popular wrestlers for GLOW and, like, really took charge and, like, leaded a lot of stuff, led a lot of stuff. Yeah, rather. apparently she's, like, a legend in that world. She absolutely is. So that's amazing that that's Fiji. Nice. That's awesome. I, I was wondering who it was because, <laughs> like, the way that she picked him up and slammed him, like, that's a pro. Yeah. And yeah. I thought it for a second and I was like, is that Fiji? And I was like, nah, probably not. But <laughs> I, I didn't look at the credits. You know that. Yeah. I mean, so I'm a huge fan of Glow. So um, give a brief. Uh, I know there was a show about Glow. There was a newer show. Um, it was essentially a women's wrestling 
league. Absolutely. It was a women's yeah. wrestling league, like Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Oh. Okay. And it was kind of, you know, a spin-off of all the popular, you know, male wrestling happening at the time and it was a really wonderful story. So, hmm. I mean, that's why they made a show about it and everything. It was really cool. Um really weird gimmicks and you know all kinds of all kinds of stuff but i mean yeah. if you are out all into wrestling and you never heard of glow i would definitely check it out um the classic wrestling matches and shows and of course the new stuff i mean you would go back to glow and i mean it's kind of corny it's kind of cheesy but so is like 90s wrestling in general sure you know what i mean but yeah i mean totally and i really liked the show honestly What's that guy's name? Mark. Mark Marin. Mark Marin. He's mm-hmm. awesome in in that show too. I think I only watched the first season. But. Really, really enjoyed. But that's so cool that that's Fiji. Well, cool. Well, yeah. This is one of my favorite moments. I mean, just it's. it's <laughs> I got great. a question for you, dude. Yeah, yeah. Would you mud wrestle me for a VH snack and live event? You know, it's weird. I had this exact same thought. I was like, I want to see if Josh wants to mud wrestle, dude. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> But it's VH stacking, so maybe we should do cream corn wrestling. Oh my god, that's gross! And just play corn the whole time. Oh my god, <laughs> play corn while we're wrestling in corn. Yeah, man, we'll have like Jonathan a, Davis yeah, gonna be the referee. The f- oh my god, <laughs> yeah, jeez, where do you even mud wrestle? That's a lot of mud. <laughs> do you, like, you say crud? <laughs> you got some crud on here? <laughs> no, I said mud. <laughs> You want to crud wrestle? But yeah, man, I'll mud wrestle you. That'd be sick, dude. Yeah. We could we could film it on VHS as a main event, and then I'll release it through Lunch Meat. Oh my god, those will sell like hotcakes. Let me tell you. <laughs> you think so? Maybe, maybe they'll sell like plastic frogs that you cook with <laughs> with a lighter, but maybe not. I mean, I'll do it. You just yeah, we'll we'll make it happen. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm down like five thousand percent. So okay, uh, as a kid. One of the funniest moments ever. Steven Tyler PJs. Steven <laughs> Tyler PJs. I don't like, get it though. Like, is Steven Tyler wearing those PJs somewhere and I missed it? Or I don't know. I guess he's saying, like, hey, these are the type of pajamas that Steven Tyler would wear. I, we all know Steven Tyler probably sleeps naked, dude. He probably, probably, does, he probably doesn't even wear clothes when he's walking around his house. Probably not. He's a pretty party dude. Yeah, I mean, Steven Tyler can do what he wants. Hell yeah, he can. can. uh rip off this movie a year later in his crazy video. But it's so funny that they say <laughs> Steven Tyler PJs, and it's a really, it is a really, like, funny, iconic scene for uh-huh. us. Right, so I totally agree. Do you think somebody, like, alerted him to, like, hey, Steven, you're, you're mentioned in this movie? Do you think that was his way of saying, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna steal your shit? Maybe it's like, thank you, Polly. <laughs> I really want to learn more about this now. And hopefully the VH snackers out there are like, man, this is a really weird connection. If there is an Aerosmith fanatic out there, then... Yeah, somebody out there has got to know. Another funny moment. The two CJX. Oh, the computer. the computer. Yeah, dude. I love just old 90s computer stuff. And like the way he just, the way he describes what he did, yeah, he's like harshing your hard drive. Or it's like I, I, I ran the mainframe, so I hacked into your your blah blah blah, and I'm like, he's I like, don't know if any of that's accurate. I I don't know. I mean, I I feel like I have no idea how hacking was going on in the '90s. So, and they never say what Zach was trying to hack. Was he trying to hack something? Because he's like, oh, you're just an old hacker like me, but disguised as an idiot. Oh. What about um, Polly Shore's computer in his dorm room? 
It says crawl. It says crawl. <laughs> it's the, like, like bouncing around. The like now retro wave font. That's His like room. so hot. We always talk about cool rooms. Cool room. Another rad room. Really cool. Zach room. has a rad room, and so does yeah. Crawl. Yeah. Uh, Zach had a Megadeth poster in his room. Yeah, Rust did in Peace, dude. That? Yep, Rust in Peace. So did Wiley. Ninety-three. I mean, Rust in Peace is a great album. Not arguable. I don't. Me. I don't think I know any Megadeth songs. Really? Dave Mustaine's just such an asshole. I'm like, uh no. Oh, I don't know, man. I think I think you should just check it out. Like, try to okay. you know suspend that and be okay. like, I just want to listen to some good thrash. Like, okay, okay. I love Maybe Rust I'll jam some on the way home. Yeah, I mean, Rust in Peace started from the beginning, rips all the way through. Nice. So, do you have more moments? Because I really love the scene that you're talking about with with the computer. But you go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, this was just kind of an awkward little moment uh-huh. when um Zach and Crawl are milking the cow, and Crawl's oh. like. I've had my hands on some pretty crazy cones in California. And he's like, have you ever had them on my sisters? It's like, but see, that is an opportunity that I think like you talk about the dynamics of don't talk about your sister's tits, dude. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird. And, but that's the thing where like, he kind of shows his dynamic where like, he's not always joking around. Oh yeah. Then he's like, he's like, Hey, don't talk about your sister that way. Yeah, and he like totally changes, uh-huh. you know. And Patrick Renna, uh, Zach, he he takes it. and He's like, oh, okay, you know what I mean. So I think that's a cool moment too. Yeah, I mean, it is yeah. awkward. That's the thing is like, Zach is super awkward, and he's like super pre, you know, uh, preoccupied with 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 sex because he's a you know, yeah, a horny, horny little, little kid, little pre uh, pu- coming into pube- puberty, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. I like that, but. I don't know how close we are to getting into the snack. I got a few more. You got a few more? You more. Okay, I'm just hungry, dog. Okay, okay. Yeah. It does smell really good. Yeah. yeah. I walked in, I'm like, whoa. Okay. <laughs> whoa. Um, when uh, Crawl is talking to Connie, the mother. Oh, yeah. And he surprises her in the bathroom. <laughs> he's, he's like, sweetie. But this line where he's like, nugs stay active till they're senile. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, he's like, I don't want to be rude or nothing, but you're giving me a semi. <laughs> yeah. They use semi twice in this. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the square dancing scene. Amazing. I want to go to a place like this and uh, just yeah. go to a country ass bar. Like, sign me up, dude. I'd rather go to something like this than like fucking Converge show or something. <laughs> <laughs> Surrounded by like bearded hipsters with their arms crossed. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you're not going to see Pauly Shore get on stage at a Converge show, that's for sure. <laughs> I feel like I probably just rustled some jimmies. Nothing <laughs> against Converge. Oh, yeah, I love Converge. But Pretty some of their, their fans can be like, ugh. Yeah, well, that yeah. happens in all music Clearly genres, Clearly you right? don't understand real music. <laughs> buff the wood. Buff buff the wood. <laughs> buff the wood. But yeah, dude, I would rather go to this type of uh, party because it's it's slamming, dude. Like, they even got the wah solo. Oh, dude, yeah, he does rip a solo. <laughs> yeah. He rips a serious solo, and the the banjo player does those, like, full arm swings, where he's like, fwing, <laughs> fwing. Yeah. Like, it's ripping. If your gal is finger licking, come on now and do the funky, funky chicken. chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I did the gobble thing again. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that's a great scene. And the, oh, dude, the stage dive, where the original MC... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he, like, stage dives. Nobody catches him. And then you're like, oh, no. And then he just, like, pops up. He's like, I'm okay. Like, that <laughs> makes you laugh. That's a really good one. Do you know who is uh, singing 
well, what song is playing when they first get to the uh, the square dance place? It's a Michael Bublé song. I don't know. I guess about he was that. like, uh, I don't know. I thought he just like emerged from his cocoon after Thanksgiving to sing Christmas songs every year. But apparently, what is the song? I don't it's know. a popular song. I'm pretty sure it's this scene. There's it's boot a- scoot and boogie. Oh well, yeah. There's that. Maybe I'm thinking of a different scene, but there is a Michael Bublé song in this movie. Sorry, but yeah, boot scoot boogie. Man, I could. That song was everywhere. In that the was 90s. a good one. Everywhere yeah, you went, it was boot scoot that was a, boogie. That was a hot song. Same thing with the I smell T R O U B L E. Yeah, I the Tracy strip tease song oh yeah yeah also good soundtrack there is this is a good soundtrack there's also the song i wanted to mention is where they're driving into town and it's a cover oh my god it's like a hair metal band covering like some song oh man god i should have wrote it down i skimmed through the soundtrack too but it's a cover of like a kind of like a love song, but it's like a hair metal version. It's only on for like 10 seconds, but it's when they're driving in the Jeep and they're going downtown for clothes. Okay, we'll we'll research it on the snack break. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Speaking of the snack break, you want to, uh, you seem really excited and antsy. Josh is on snack duty. <laughs> you know, I always I love think, this. I think tonight he's on feast duty. It is. I walked in, it smelled like grandma's cooking up in here or something. Hey man, I mean, I put together a little VH something for this. I, I feel like it's Thanksgiving. You know, so I wanted to be pretty VH special for the VH snack. I did the best I could, but here's why I did it. Are you about to heat up a hungry man? <laughs> <laughs> I almost thought about I it. Heat a hungry man, singing Rebecca. <laughs> oh my god, they got the new Pilgrim platter. <laughs> no, check it out. I'm all good. <laughs> so I did think about shortcake because Pappy calls her shortcake, and I think it's okay. so cute the way he kisses his thumb. Like you know, like yeah. like what is like where do you come up with that? Like, where do you come up with calling her shortcake and also, like, kissing your thumb and, and putting it to her? Like, that had to be come from somewhere. Sure. Or did he create that? Like, I mean, interesting stuff. I thought it was very, very cute. So, I yeah. almost did shortcake. Maybe some fried chicken? Because when he's <laughs> eating the chicken at the table. Are they regular or extra crispy? <laughs> no. But I thought the best idea was to do that iconic sandwich. Do you know this, the sandwiches that he's holding? Oh, yeah. When he walks into Zach's room, right? Like the biggest piece of lettuce you've ever seen. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean... I always want to take a bite out of that sandwich. Well, you're about to. Oh, my God. Yeah, because this sandwich is iconic. I remember watching this movie when I was a kid, and that scene made me want a sandwich. Like, mm-hmm. this sandwich, like, it looks like a cartoon sandwich. Yeah. Right. And I think this sandwich is really important because it actually, like, breaks the bread between the first person of that family that really accepts crawl this is amazing because it's okay obviously becca cares about him and brought him home but everybody's like this dude is like a leper like get him away from me uh-huh but then he brings in the sandwiches and he's like i got you a sandwich he's like ah, i'll pass he's like well let's put it over here in case you change your mind and then they connect over being hackers and then well, Zach, then Polly Shore scares the shit out of him. Oh, then he does and that. He's like, "Chill, chill, I'm chill, chill, friend. chill." But then at the end, after they connect, mm-hmm. she's like, "Cause uh, Becca comes in and she's like, Zach, get out.' He's like, "No, we're busy. Oh, this yeah. is my room." But eventually, he does leave. Uh huh. And when he leaves, he's like, "I'm a subscriber," and he bites the sandwich. Oh yeah, that crawl made for him. 
signifying that they are now dudes. So Yeah, that's amazing. So awesome. we're both, you know, best dudes, hanging out, best buds, doing VH snacking. It's also Thanksgiving. So I made, or I'm about to make, I got all the ingredients, a tofurkey, two dudes hanging sandwich. Awesome. It's a Thanksgiving sandwich. I, I'm so excited. Yeah, I got the tofurkey. Thanks, thanks for getting the tofurkey. When you were I'm, describing this, I'm like, does he know? <laughs> Josh, did you forget that I'm vegetarian like, again? I got bacon, chicken, <laughs> turkey. <laughs> it's an all meat platter for you, dude. No. And I checked no, I all the other ingredients it, and made sure it was kind of hard to find gravy. That's tricky. That didn't have meat in it mm-hmm. i make my own mushroom gravy uh mushrooms eh yeah th- i think they do sell like pre-made mushroom gravy that's pretty good same thing with stuffing you gotta it, it can't be made with um chicken broth i made i use vegetable broth you're the man hey man i'm just trying to do it the right way well, i appreciate it all right so so i'm a ho- i guess i gotta hook you up with my playboys huh oh yeah well <laughs> don't hold out on me bro the demons have left the building <laughs> Oh my Zach God. hooked me up. They totally just reference like like he's like I came. J-N-O, he's yeah. like I came last night. It's all good. <laughs> like, they're just talking about it over breakfast. Like I mean, yeah. there's like so much liberation that happens from him being there. We we may not get back to this point, so let's talk about this before the snack. That breakfast scene, the night after the square dance, yeah, where Becca's like talking to her mom. She's like, I heard you and Walter last night. It's like, hey, I heard you suck at my dad's dick. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's like, what the Jesus. fuck? I mean, it is pretty it much is what funny. she's saying. Because her mom reacts, she's like, she's like, Becca, Rebecca. She's, yeah, like two schoolgirls. They're like, oh my god, stop. Yeah, and then she finally gets oh, into did it. Did you fuck my dad, you big dummy? <laughs> <laughs> and then the dad walks in and he's like, beautiful day, and like gives her yeah. like a quick hump at the. He's about to start fucking right there. Yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> Gibbs did, did I think Becca and Crawl like do something? Well, Crawl comes in and pinches her butt, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Thanks for leaving me with a semi last night." And he's like, "Oh, it's all right. I borrowed some of Zach's Playboys." <laughs> and then the, the the demons have left the spirits left the building <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah, very it's like, like a very sexualized breakfast. It is. Like, damn. Yo, sexualized breakfast is a good name for a band. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Somebody take that, please, please. Anyway, but. Just rolls off the tongue. You know, mm. Sexualized breakfast. But All right, Josh. I, yeah, well, I think it's time to do, to do the VH snack, huh? Oh, man, I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, what Do you have a clip in mind? Is there... Oh, I didn't think about that. Maybe we should play when Crawl first meets the Warners. He's yeah. like, real people or something like <laughs> Down that. Down home cooking people. Down home cooking. Yeah. Oh, the middle of America. Ripping the fields. Ow! Ow! <laughs> yeah dude let's do it all right um we are gonna go eat a sandwich a vh sandwich a vh sandwich so we will be right back Wee! oh my god i'm sorry hey god i thought you were becca well i'm not so if you don't mind oh i don't want to be rude or anything but miss warner you're giving me a semi well thank you very much but wait, I really wait can i ask you a question i suppose why don't you um put a little makeup on? I mean, look how you're a beautiful lady. I mean, look at this. Enhance your outer beauty with your inner beauty. What for? 
You act like you're 60 or something. Where I come from, nugs stay active till they're senile, man. You are right, Mom. Look at you. You're like a peach on a windowsill. Look at that. Look at the package. You are nasty. Nasty? Ow. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Don't, don't be ridiculous, Paul. Oh, I, don't, I don't believe you. Look at I, this. No, no, Ooh. absolutely. Come on, look at you. You're getting I excited. I, I can see it. It's ridiculous. You're getting excited. You thank like you, it. Thank you very much. Look. You got a decent base going, you got a lot to work. Go away, Crow! Just give me five minutes, and if you don't like my work, we'll go back to same old Connie. Come on, please. And we are back. And, and we've dude, had our VH snack. Oh my god, Josh, I'm not even like kidding here. That was one of the best sandwiches I've ever had in my life. Whoa. It tasted like Thanksgiving dinner stuffed into a sandwich. And it was amazing. I'm really glad you liked it, man. I mean, uh I thought it was pretty good too. I VH surprised myself, as I said. It was pretty dang good. I was totally inspired by the gobbler at Wawa. So you may not know this because you lived in down yeah, south. Wawa is a northern thing. It's a northern thing, mm-hmm. mostly. But they do this thing called the gobbler, which is essentially what I just did, which is take bread, yeah. mashed potatoes, stuffing, cranberry sauce, gravy, and turkey, tofurkey, uh-huh. and put it on a sandwich. I mean, I love it. I love... we. You know what? We talked about this in one of our very first episodes. Like, are you a mixer or are you one of those freaks that eats each thing? One at a time. One at a time. Yeah. Ugh. No, no we I'm like to mix it up. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm all about this type of uh, a sandwich. Just throw it all, all up in there. It really does work really well together. I thought it might have been too much bread with the stuffing and the bread, but it really, like, it added flavor and... Yeah. Yeah, and by the way, we just had a little uh topic of conversation here. Uh what's with the stuffing just being delegated to Thanksgiving and Christmas? Like stuffing's delicious. I feel like I did eat stuffing once in a while. I feel like my mom made stuffing once in a while in the 90s as as a side for dinner, but mm-hmm. you are correct. I'm going to start bringing it back. I mean, maybe you should just put stuffing like once a week. Yeah. It really is just just bread. uh make a stuffing hot dog or something. <laughs> It's just Dude, stuffing. yo, you're going to start shaping the stuffing and like, <laughs> you're going to put a knot dog in there? Yeah, shape the stuffing into a hot dog. That's what's up. Bread on bread. That could be a VH snack in the future. That sounds great. When are you going to bring back the VH stuffing and insert it into a new snack? That's <laughs> that's what's up. I'll keep it, I'll keep it uh, in my back pocket. Yeah, I mean, one thing I am going to, I'm not going home for Thanksgiving this year, but <clears throat> I'll be going home for Christmas. But one thing I will miss this Thanksgiving is my mom's signature sausage stuffing. Something that, you know, it's just a staple. I mean, I could just eat that stuff, like, for a whole meal. It's amazing. So I'll be missing that. But maybe she'll make it for Christmas. I'll ask her to. Do you want to you wanna go to my grandma's house tomorrow night with me? <laughs> just a friend. Alone <laughs> on Thanksgiving. <laughs> We're engaged. Yeah, Sick. yeah. Josh is going to uh, announce his engagement. At the dinner table. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry, you're too late. <laughs> like, I asked a couple weeks ago and he said, like, yeah. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, man, I'm just, uh, you know, just busy here. Uh, it's, 
Yeah. Go, but I'll, I'll be back for. Hey Christmas. man, I'll bring you a plate. I know you will. I appreciate that, dog. Um. Oh yeah. The uh the song that you were thinking of. Hey, good looking, CC Deville. As a uh, poison guitar, CC Deville. Uh huh. He must have wrote this like coked off his fucking rocker <laughs> in '93. Look up the video, CC Deville. Hey, good looking. It is a son-in-law specific video. It is, which I always appreciate. I love when. Yeah, you're right. I love when they insert scenes from the film into the video. Yeah, sometimes they go above and beyond and. They'll bring the actors back for the video. Kind of like oh. how uh, Digital Underground and Dan Aykroyd did. Oh, the Nothing yeah. But Trouble song. Oh, shit, yeah. So sometimes you get those special videos. This one was just clips from the movie, but still a real treat when we looked it up and found that out. So I always was, appreciate that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I mean, the song's really fun. It's a fun cover. Yeah, it so, is. The yeah. video is hilarious. It, it, um, it is really coked up though yeah it it's super like, obvious it's, yeah it's so good yeah, yeah I, I think some coke fell out of your phone when you pulled it up so, <laughs> yeah, <I think> so. <laughs> oh here's a, a fun little piece of history relating to this movie Ooh. in 1993 mtv to promote this movie they had a mary Polly shore contest oh shit i remember that back in remember when mtv used to do these crazy contests yeah i sure do so a young lady um flew out to california and they technically married but it wasn't like a. they did like a ceremony but there wasn't any legal you know they didn't sign documents sure publicity stunt yeah as as they say i wonder where that woman is now <clears throat> i don't know where's Polly shore right now Probably doing quite well for himself. I would imagine so. I mean, he he surprisingly, I guess I would say, didn't fall into the trappings of Hollywood fame, you know? Yeah. It seems like his head's still on pretty straight. Um, I know he does, like, stand up occasionally still. I remember that Pauly Shore is dead thing. Can't yeah. not talk about that. I need to rewatch that. I need to watch it, too. And he also had, there was the Pauly Shore show. That ran briefly. I want to say it was like a Showtime show. It was like a sketch comedy show. It that was, was really short-lived, though, right? It was really funny, though. I enjoyed it, just as a, a fan of Pauly Shore. Okay. I want to say it came out in like 2010, 2011. Oh, so fairly something. recently. Yeah. Okay, I need yeah. to revisit that. I enjoyed it. So, Josh, are we doing yeah. MVPs? It is time. It is time. And well... I will uh, let you go first. Thank you. Who are you giving your golden turkey? Golden turkey? (laughs) Who gets the golden (laughs) turkey? (laughs) It's the golden sandwich, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, Golden turkey sandwich. Golden turkey sandwich. We we did it. (laughs) So, obviously, Polly Shore is amazing in this film. And I think I wanted to go a little off the beaten path with this MVP because I think that Patrick Renna totally rules in this movie. He does. Um, <clears throat> he nails it as, as the little brother. Yeah. That shirt that seduced me, please shirt. I mean, that's enough to get him the MVP in my book. Yeah. Uh, great one liners. And like I said, he had a very um, instrumental part into, you know, getting crawls character more integrated into the family and everything. And, 
I mean, I'm also a big sucker for Patrick Renner because I love the Sandlot. I just think he's a really cool actor. Um, but I mean, overall, he probably made me laugh the most other than Pauly Shore, you know? Definitely. So, I yeah. mean, he's he's really cool, and I think he deserves an award. So I'm giving him my MVP for Enjoy Son of Enjoy that golden turkey sandwich. He takes a big bite. He's a subscriber. I'm a subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> Love and it, yes, love we it. did say that before we took a bite of that sandwich. Oh, we had to. Had yeah. to. Yeah. So this person doesn't get my MVP, but she does deserve to be acknowledged. Uh, Carla Gergino. Ger- oh, yeah, Gergina. Becca. Becca. Yeah, Becca. She's a great actress, and mm-hmm. she's gone on to do still very active and gets a lot of work, and she's she's a really good actress. Have you ever seen um, Gerald's Game? No. It's a Stephen King story uh, mm. that Netflix picked up and made okay. into a movie. But she is in that, and she does a stellar job. It's a quick synopsis. Her and her husband are having some marital problems, so they go on this kind of deserted vacation house. He handcuffs her to the bed, and he has a heart attack on top of her, like dies on top of her. Oh, no. And there's, like, nobody around. Oh, so no. let's see what happens. It's a really good movie. It's really fucked up. She starts to like go back to her childhood and have all these fucked up memories and stuff. And it's uh, it's really good. So it's a Netflix original movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a Stephen King story. Highly recommended. I will check that out. But she really shows off some serious range in that. And uh, to my point, she does great in this. She's just believable as the innocent little girl going to the big city, and she does this. 180 with her character. I want her hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and you know what? She does have a lot of great nonverbal acting in this. I think that she has like a lot of good looks, like when, especially when she's at the dinner table. You know, I mean, I, I really agree that she does a great job. So mm-hmm. really, really glad that you mentioned that too. Do so. you know who almost or at least auditioned for the role? Um, Ashley Judd. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if I could see that. Who could you see in that role? Is there mm. maybe somebody? How about Winona? Winona Ryder? Yeah, stick her right in there. I could kind of see that. Yeah, I could see Winona in there. I could also yeah. see Christina Applegate, but then you would, mm. you know, Babysitter's Dead. So, I mean, um, let me see. I don't know. Christina Applegate's a little too, like, she's a real badass, you know? I don't know if she could sell the, the I'm country just a, girl. I'm just a. a poor old country girl in the big city type of thing what about lori petty tank girl oh no way (laughs) no (laughs) i don't know i just started to pull stuff out of my ass now you're just thinking of uh 90s actresses oh that's right she is in that yeah she's in that oh my god see i was thinking of like tank girl and and league of their own and and stuff like that because i think she's a really cool actress but she is yeah yeah i don't know I think that she was a really good, like you said, the casting in this film is really great. And I think that yeah. they definitely chose the right person. I thought she did a really good job. Yeah, all um, around great casting. The mother, the father, Zach, grand, grandpappy. Yeah, I wonder, I think to me, and this just might be my ignorance, but like I, I think she's like the least recognizable person in this cast to me. But I don't know what else she was doing at the time. But also she like dyes her hair blonde, which I think is unnatural for her. Yeah. Which makes her look even more different. You know what uh, I mean? So. Yeah. I don't know what else she was doing at the time. 
She got that tattoo, man. She's unrecognizable. She's crazy, man. <laughs> she got a butterfly on her leg. Can't wait till I'm an adult so I can get a tattoo. I'm going to tell dad you got a tattoo. Go ahead. I don't care. <laughs> I do want to talk real quick about the the bar scene, the the striptease. Oh, yeah. When they drug crawl. Mm-hmm. And uh, they do the same thing to Tracy. They drug both of them. Kind of weird connection here. Her Saved by the Bell co-star would later go on a few years to strip tease herself, huh? Showgirls. Oh, wow. Elizabeth Berkeley, huh? Yeah. Dang. So what's with all these Saved by the Bell actresses being like, you know what? I got to shed this image. That's exactly what they're doing. They're breaking out of the shell, man. Yeah. Like they're not a teeny bopper anymore. They're a full grown ass person. I mean, Kelly Kapowski didn't show like, you know. I mean, she didn't go the full full nine, but yeah, very oh, interesting connection though. Funny story about Tiffany Amber Thiessen and Patrick Renna. Um, this interview I watched with him, he said that when they were filming the scene where Tracy wakes up with Crawl in the barn, mm-hmm. she's kind of like half dressed. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on set for that, and she kind of like teased Patrick Renna. She was like. Why don't you come lay in the hay with me? And like all the guys on the set like looked over at him and were like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he just like ran away like, oh my God. Like, you know, he's like 12 years old. So he just like ran away. No yeah. idea what to do for sure. Yeah. He was like, man, talk about regrets. <laughs> <laughs> he's still got it, man. What a cool person. Yeah. I would love to meet Patrick Brown. All the interviews I've seen with him, he seems like a really chill dude. So. Yeah, for sure. One of my favorite little lines in this movie, Theo, when they the big plan is revealed and they find out that Theo drugged Crawl and everybody, uh-huh. and, he, and the dad fires him when he's leaving. Crawl says he's gonna need a lot of food steps. <laughs> <laughs> he like picks on his weight a lot in this movie. He's like, you should be drinking light beer. <laughs> The Theo is, you know, he's supposed to be kind of villainous, and you're not supposed to like him because he's he's kind of a jerk. But one of one of my favorite lines from this movie that we didn't mention, and I almost didn't because Theo sucks so bad. But when the dad is like Theo, you think you can show him the ropes tomorrow? And he's like, it would be my pleasure. Yeah, yeah like so slimy, so slimy. But it's funny the way he says it to me. You can practically. See the baking grease flying out of his mouth as he <laughs> says that. My pleasure. My pleasure. Ugh. Rise and shine, Valentine. Yeah, he's kind of a dick. Yeah, I mean, Theo sucks. Well, the actor that played Theo passed away in like 2013. Mm. So. R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, Dennis something. I forgot his last name. But no. character actor. Been in a lot of stuff. So. I mean, his performance is good because he yeah. makes you dislike him. Yeah, he's good. For, it's effective. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Somebody real big must have been driving last night. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to you pass me the mashed potatoes? Now, hold, wait a damn minute on the mashed potatoes. <laughs> Hell with the mashed potatoes. Hell with the mashed potatoes. Oh, I still have to give my... Your MVP, brother. My golden turkey sandwich goes to... Gotta give it to Polly Shore, dude. I thought one of us was going to. I mean, right? yeah. come on. <clears throat> Gotta is. give it to Polly Shore. He's in top form in this. Yeah. He, he really, really is. is. And yep. like I think it's it's kind of like a combination of all of his characters. You know what I mean? Because he still like dresses funky and he's got the ah, 
you know, uh, stuff going on. And it's like, it's so funny. I was watching this today and <laughs> sometimes he just doesn't even need a line. Like, can you imagine like when they're struggling for a line somewhere and he's just like, ow, <laughs> like that's his line. And it's yeah. like cut. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when he's talking to the mom in the bathroom, and he just like makes sounds at her or whatever. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, He's he, like girlfriend, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look nasty. at you. You're like a peach nasty. on a windowsill. <laughs> nasty. Oh, nasty. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's hilarious in this movie. And it really, like I, like I said, it's just, it's a heartwarming movie and it has a really good message. Yeah. And that like, you know, family can be anybody and then you can, you can get close and it's just really it's it's a really fun feel good movie. Like I felt good after I watched it. Yeah. You yeah. know, like it brightened my day like for real. It's a and breezy watch too. It really is. Cuz it's it's paced really well. And even like you when you're waiting for that third act arc where like he starts to fall from grace a little bit. Uh-huh. It's not even anything he did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he didn't really mess anything up. I guess he shouldn't have trusted Travis. You know what's the what trophy is the opposite of an MVP award? Because Travis is gonna get it. Most uh, valuable dick. Disqual disqualified. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he sucks, dude. Yeah. He's awful. Yeah, he's always like uh, kissing up to the dad and like, oh, Mister Warner. If I... his fucking speeches. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, me and Tracy, we've uh, you know. Yeah, and I mean him, Tracy. Will you marry me? <laughs> will you marry me? Like, oh, you know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of that dude from Can't Hardly Wait, like the boyfriend that dumps Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, uh, Mike. Yeah, he reminds me of Mike a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just because like he's like the alpha type or whatever. Sure. You know what I mean? And um, still wears his uh, fucking high school quarterback yeah, jacket like, like bro how old is he well i guess they're like what 18 19 or 19 this dude right? looks like 38 yeah he does he looks like he like you know he's got two payments left on his like car you know what i mean like he's he's older <laughs> yeah so i, I feel like <laughs> two payments left on his car <laughs> I mean, like he's up there dude yeah so i yeah i mean but he sucks though and it is funny that he's still wearing his varsity jacket a high school varsity jacket he probably has a class ring too absolutely you can probably hey, see it in one of the scenes yeah class of 92 he's like will you marry me you can wear my class ring <laughs> well that means this is a good thing because she's like 19 18 right because she went straight from high school to college right crawl's been there for six years so he's like 25 24 24 25 mm-hmm. yeah yeah, just age ranges. Interesting to think about. It's true. Yeah, man. So, so Crawl is supposed to be older than Travis. Definitely. Yeah. But doesn't look like it. No, not at all. No, no, no. no I no. like when Travis steps in the shit, though, in the barn. <laughs> and she talks, she talks to the cow, and she's like, same old tricks. <laughs> like, she always shits right in front of the barn yeah, door. like, oh. Smart cow. <laughs> she's like, oh, you didn't feed me enough. I'm going to shit right here. Yeah, what about Becca's choice of beverage to bring a hungover crawl in a barn after he's been sleeping outside all night she brings him a cup of milk oh yeah yeah because she when she finds him and tracy she like pours it out 
It's like, hey, I know you're uh, hungover as shit and you slept in a bar and here's some warm milk. <laughs> but do you think that she brought it to him or that she just had it in her hand because she rushed out to find him? I don't know. I I took it that she was bringing him like, hey, get up here, here, drink some milk. Is that some sort of like hangover remedy that we're not familiar with? I don't know. I don't want to test that one. No, I don't even know. This may be rules. I'm really glad that you, you, you chose it. And I mean, this movie rocks. So, yeah, um, I have nothing bad to say about this movie. I love it. It's a, a breezy little watch. All the characters are good. Mm -hmm. I, if somebody told me they didn't like this movie, I'd be like, well, you're wrong. (laughs) Well, I got news for you, buddy. I got news for you, Buster. Uh, you're <laughs> fucking wrong. How about that? <laughs> I mean, and also, like, you're always looking for, like, a Thanksgiving movie. Because I feel like, you know, it's a lot of people were like, what movies do you like to watch on Thanksgiving? You got Planes and Trains, right? You got Dutch. You got Blood Rage. Son-in-Law is definitely in the at least in the top three for me. Oh, yeah. I you mean, it's I mean? my number one. I mean, I think Planes and Trains just because I that's a classic for me. But, man, this is just, like I said, it's such a feel-good movie and your whole family can watch it so i mean yeah if you've never seen it throw on son-in-law for sure yeah i might throw it on again when i get home tonight i might too yeah yeah it's it's just that kind of movie um yeah it beat out planes and trains we were hanging out last week and before josh could finish the sentence i was like son-in-law he was like (laughs) you're like so if you had to pick between planes i said son-in-law just no son-in-law that's it's it yeah, and it's a great choice because it's it really does land in, into what we do, you know, which is the comfort, nostalgia, you know, yep. kind of stuff. So. I didn't see Planes and Trains until like five years ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, I used to watch that movie growing up, with, especially with my grandma. My grandma put it on all the time. But I've watched it like 10 times since. It's like one of my new favorite movies. Such a beautiful movie. And since yeah. we're, you know, you're probably listening to this on Thanksgiving, I mean, Blood yeah. Rage, definitely check that out. And then Dutch. Nobody talks about Dutch, dude. Um, remind me what that is. So Dutch is the one with um, it's Ethan Embry and Ed O'Neill, and Ed O'Neill is the new stepdad, and he drives across. It's a comedy. Yeah, and he drives across the country to pick up Ethan Embry from school, and he has to drive him back. Huh. We're talking. Uh, can't hardly wait. Is that him? Uh-huh. Ethan Embry? Okay. But he's like eight or ten years old in this movie. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So he's I like, like kinda, He's like kind of chubby, young. Okay. Um, that movie's hilarious, dude. Love it. Was he high the entire time he filmed that one, too? No. Oh. He's a little... He, man, he's a little shit, dude. <laughs> really? That whole movie, yeah. And Ed O'Neill is just absolutely hilarious through the whole thing. There's a scene where they like pick up these hookers by accident. and <laughs> It's great. Dutch. Okay, I'll have to watch that. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Well, Josh, anything else you want to add about Son-in-Law? This was a lot of fun. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was a lot of fun revisiting this movie. Perfect Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, dude. I I love this movie, and and I hope other people do, too. And if you haven't seen it, go check it out. I mean, can't say enough good things. Just a feel-good movie that's really well done. So, Do I see any other Polly Shore movies in our future? I do Encino, man. Encino Man, yeah, okay. I do it. Maybe uh, in the army now, also, or I don't know. We or at least like rewatch it 
for the Encino Man episode, and we just kind of do a quick recap on it. Mm-hmm. But I love In the Army now. I think Andy Dick and Polly Shore are just hilarious together. I might watch that tonight, honestly. It's really good. Yeah. That's another one. It's like a throw on any time, and I'm like, yeah, I'm watching this. So what are we doing next? It's Christmas time, dog. It's Christmas time. Ernest Saves Christmas. I want to do Ernest Saves Christmas so badly. All right. Let's, uh... Yes! Ernest is saving Christmas, baby! Yes! Yes! Now, are we doing two movies in the month of December? I hope so. Well, you know what you want to do. Oh, man. Tell them what you want to do. Oh, it's so obvious. And what else can be said about this movie? But I really want to talk about Home Alone. It's a classic. I mean, I think it's the best Christmas movie ever. I mean, it's definitely up there. I mean, it's a 90s classic without doubt, right? It's uh, kind of plane trains, and autom- automobiles. It's John Candy rides in the back of a, a Hertz <laughs> truck riddle thing. He's the poker king of the Midwest. <laughs> so, I mean, I, see, that's the thing. If we're going to do Home Alone, that means I get to do the Sandlot. We're going into we're going into Avi's now. Okay, why well, why don't we just go ahead and do Little Giants? I would love to do Little oh, Giants. Man. Oh man, yeah, we can do this. I would rather do Sandlot than Little Giants. Okay, well, but yeah, we'll get there. So Ernest Saves Christmas is next. Christmas week, Home Alone, baby. Let's do it. <sighs> Can't wait. It's gonna be awesome. I am on snack duty for Ernest Saves Christmas. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I it's can't. Super fun. I, I think guess you're I'm gonna it. make reindeer burgers or something. What? <laughs> I don't know. You you can't eat reindeer. I know I can't. <laughs> Maybe somebody makes a, a veggie alternative to reindeer meat. Yeah. I don't know. Plain deer. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. I do. I think the sandwich is starting to sink in. I know, man. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah we're starting to ramble. So, um, Josh, why don't you bring us home? Thanks for listening, everybody, and keep on VH Snack. Raising me a family and working on the farm. Days are all filled with an easy cut to charm. Thank God I'm a country boy. Well, I got me a fine wife. I got me old fiddle. When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the griddles. Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle. Thank God I'm a country boy. When the work's all done and the sun set low, pull out my fiddle and the rosin up the bow. Kids are asleep, so I keep a catalog. And thank God I'm a country boy. I'd play Sally Gooden all day if I could, but the Lord and my wife wouldn't take it very good. So I fiddle when I can, work when I should. And thank God I'm a country boy. Well, I got me a fine wife, I got me old fiddle. When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the riddle. Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle. Well, I wouldn't play my life for diamonds or jewels I never was one of them money-hungry fools Rather have my fiddle and my falling tools Boy. Yeah, city folk driving in a black limousine A lot of sad people thinking that's a mighty keen Son, let me tell you now exactly what I mean I thank God I'm a country boy Well, I got me a fine wife, I got me old fiddle When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on a griddle Life ain't nothing but a funny money riddle Thank God I'm a country boy, yeah!
one my dad is till the day he died And he took me by the hand, held me close to his side Said to live a good life, play my fiddle with pride And thank God you're a country boy Well, my daddy taught me young how to hunt and how to whittle Taught me how to work and play a thing on the fiddle Taught me how to love and how to give just a little And thank God I'm a country boy well, I got me a fine wife, I got me old fiddle When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the riddle Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle Woo! Thank God I'm a country boy, yeah!